What's happening? We good? Wait. There we go. All right. There we go. How's everybody doing tonight? <clears throat> Let me address everybody in the room. <clears throat> Hand what's up? COVID, my man, COVID. Lord Vell. Uh, Johnny, be good. Johnny, be good. We got like what? What we got? Let me see. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. I'm on the show. I'm working. No, I'll take it when I take it. Leave my drink. Johnny, be good. We got six days left, bro. We got six days. Uh, Snyder Cut, Justice League. Oh, my God. Snyder Cut. Snyder cut his life. I'm going to be like a little kid on Christmas. Oh, don't worry. We're going to talk about all this nonsense. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, Teku, hey, it's been a minute. Sebastian, Tom Ford, Natalie, Dr. Sinister, Indigenous. Hey, 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 hey. Um, I, okay, real quick. Listen, bought this a week ago. Bought this bottle exactly one week ago. This shit is already empty. I think my wife has a problem. I think my wife has a problem. Ayana, hey, girl, hey, girl, stop. Bro, you better stop that shit. You're trying to get me stabbed up in here. Stop. But thank you. <laughs> and team, what's happening? Lamont, hey, 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 hey. All right, so let me get this out the way real quick. Let me read the uh, the station spiel, and then we're going to walk through this nonsense tonight. I'm going to take my time with it. We're going to learn some things together. <clears throat> All right, you are now officially watching the Morning Star Show with your host, Superslot75. Uh, you can always find us on www on thewakeupradio.com. Uh, shout out to our producer extraordinaire, Cindy Ashby. You can always catch the replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Play for the replays. All right. Uh, let me see. And team, I watch your content. I appreciate that. Thank you. Listen, Sunshine, we... We're not taking condolences tonight, okay? We're not taking condolences because every dead rapper, you got condolences for every dead rapper I post. You should be out of condolences right now. <laughs> the big homie Nick Taylor's in the house. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. She did good. That wouldn't last me five days. You guys are alcoholics. Alcoholics. Wake the hell up. What's happening? All right, so let me get into it real quick. Um, Versus. Versus. Still the hot topic amongst black people, mainly black people. And, um, <laughs> time for said lush. Man, literally bought this shit literally a week ago and it's already, it's already gone. Um, now I believe it was Timberland that was responding to Michael Rainey Jr. Shout out to Michael Rainey Jr. If you don't know who he is, he is Tariq on power. 
and he had enough balls to actually say what we were all thinking. They, he called them sellouts. So in response to Michael Rainey Jr.'s uh, statements, Timberland, I believe it was Timberland, said, we own, we own Triller. They do? That's news to me because last time I checked with their deal, uh, they were merely given a seat on the corporate board and given some some creative, some, some creative content uh, title position, right? So I, I do what I do. I research it. Uh, Proxima Media owns Triller. So somebody explained to Timberland, how do you claim ownership of a company and you don't own it? This, this is the same bait and switch that Jay-Z played on everybody years ago when he claimed to be an owner of the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, right? Okay, so now back to Versus. So now we have Ghostface Killer versus Raekwon the Chef. And I'm like, why? Yeah, you know what? If Trilla, if, if Proxima, if Proxima goes public, um, then it'd be time to buy some stock. Yeah, definitely, definitely. If 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 Trilla, uh, if Proxima Media goes goes public, definitely buy the stock. You know, because they're going to, it's going to go. They're going to mainstream it out. You know what I'm saying? My man, conspiracy. What's happening, bro? What's happening? What's happening? The one. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? The Brooklyn Nets going to win it all. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, still LeBron's league. Still LeBron's league. Um, getting back to, so we have Raekwon the chef versus Ghostface Killer. Now, listen, I'm a Wu-Tang Clan head just like the rest of y'all, but this is stupid. Nobody asked for this. Nobody asked for this. Out of how many albums these guys have put out by themselves, you may have a total of four hits combined. You understand? See, I thought the whole premise of verses was to go hit for hit. You understand? I thought it was to show off your your catalog of, of mainstream hits, not album cuts. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, ho I thought the whole premise was behind it. So... Let's take Raekwon's discography for the most part. The only rec the only album we can off the top say was was only built for Cuban Links, right? He had Ice Cream. He had Incarcerated Scarfaces. Now, don't get me wrong; these were not mainstream hits. Well, Ice Cream was Ice Cream was their first like major major hit. Well, no, act technically it was uh it was uh. Off the off the the Wu album, the W album, what was it? You know, let me look shut up. Let me stop lying. Let me stop lying. Hold up. Um Palm. Bear with me, y'all. I'm just looking this shit up real quick. Triumph. Okay, yes. The technically the first major hit for the Wu Tang period ever was Triumph. But uh Ice Cream was Raekwon's biggest hit, okay? We had ice cream, all right? That was his, probably his biggest commercial hit ever, 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 ever. And then we have Ghostface. His two albums that stick out to me were Supreme Clientele 
and Iron Man. Now, off the off the top of the head, can anyone name me any hits off those two albums? All that I got is you with the Mary J. Blige, the the, the Jackson Five sample, and then what else? What else would we have? Would we have after that? Backwards on the timeline, it's gonna be a battle of wallabies. <laughs> I can agree with you with that. Macadon, what's happening? What's happening? Necessaries in the house, even though necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah. Listen, Beanie and Bounty was was the highlight of of th- that entire production. Um. Yeah, Winter Wars. See, you have to be a huge, huge fan to know these things off top. The average person has not heard of Winter Wars, Daytona 500. The only reason I remember that because they did the cartoon and they had the dramatics, right? It was a dr- featuring the dramatics, right? They did the Speed Racer cartoon to that, okay? Outside of us hardcore woo-heads, no one's heard of these fucking albums, man. These songs and shit, quit playing. Uh, okay. <sighs> okay, and, and then and then and then um, the 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 second album for Raekwon that that sticks out to me was Immobilarity. Does anybody remember any hits off Immobilarity? Because it was it was the big album after Cuban Links. Because people were like, can Raekwon do it? Can he repeat the success of Only Built for Cuban Links? And then he dropped Immobilarity. I liked Immobilarity. It was a street album. There were no hits. Motherless Child. Okay. 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 See? Kame. But these are street records. So now I'm in A&R mode. These are street records. You have to be a huge fan to know these records. This is a bad, not only is it a bad matchup, this is a bad lineup, period. Nobody asked for this. Nobody asked for this. B. Amos, I was never a Wu-Tang fan like that. Don't say that too loud, man. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, <laughs> 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 Yo, yeah, Sycamore. A uh, Sycamore's uh Instagram channel. Uh he's the guy that did all the customized wallabies and I ordered I ordered a pair of all red wallies from from Sycamore and he does his shit so it's all red, the sole and the upper, but then he puts these gold um these gold tips on the laces and then he he hand signs the box. I was like, "Oh, I was impressed." Sycamore's the, Sycamore's that guy, but when he put the gold tips on the shoelaces, I was like, okay, it, this was worth the money because them shits ain't cheap. Them shits ain't cheap, and now he's doing the, the like the ostrich leather lineup, but um now because of him, you see Clark's actually doing uh, colored wallabies and all types of different color schemes and shit. But Sycamore's, I still I still order shit from Sycamore, you know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, yeah, the all red joints. I'll I'll do a video on those one day. Like I I, I did a video a while back about showing off the wallabies a, a while back. But uh, yeah, this is I'm not I'm not. Listen, if you're just a, a hardcore fan and you just want to see these guys perform, whatever, that's cool. But 
once again, nobody really asked for Ghostface versus Raekwon. I, I'm, I'm sorry. They're going to be playing records, you motherfuckers, and be like, what record is that? You're not going to know what album it's from. They're not going to jump out you, out, out you, like, oh, I remember that. I remember this. Outside of a couple records here and there. But, <clears throat> yo, bruh, go to Sycamore's IG page. He's got the ostrich, them, them ostrich joints. And they, they, they clean as fuck. They clean. Clean. They clean. Um, I'd rather watch a hologram of ODB. Well, the way with the My Heritage AI is has been popping along, you you'll see, you're gonna see holograms of all the, all these dead black people <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> Wait, go. He said, "Don't jump, go." He said, "Don't jump, go." Steel toes. I got a pair of uh, I got a pair of uh, like rust colored. Tim's the leather I hardly wear them because I'm so scared to get them scuffed up so I have a pair of rust colored leather Tim's that I never ever wear because I'm too scared to get them shit scuffed up make that make sense make it make sense why did they kill ODB all right so uh case in point remember the interview many many years ago you got you guys remember when ODB kind of went off on the government it was him and met the man and ODB kind of went off on the, on, went off on the government and Meth was like, Hey, I, I like the government. I love the government. Blah, blah. You know, that that's that look that Meth gave the same look that Tupac gave Snoop or no, the same look that Snoop gave Tupac when Tupac kind of just went off the rails during the interview. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of times with groups, a lot of times with groups, when, when, when it comes to rock groups, rap groups, R and B groups, the one that gets offed, the that one that gets taken out is the one you would consider the soul of the group, if that makes sense. So like, um, of course, okay, so ODB was always considered the soul, the heart and soul of the group, you know? Um, and then plus he's one of the last remaining Shinnecock Indians that actually was owed the property uh, in New York, right? Because that's all like Indian, Shinnecock Indian lands, New York, pretty much. But he's like one of the last living descendants of that Indian tribe that, you know, that, that was originally their land. Um, remember, they kept putting him into, into the psych ward. They went in to send him into prison. He came out. He was like, he was, face was full and fat because they kept pumping him with Adderall and all types of shit. And then he came out. He's like, they're trying to kill me. This is when he signed to, uh, to Rockefeller, right? Dame Dash picked him up from prison and he was fat as fuck. And he said, yo, the, the government, been, they're trying to kill me. He's been, he had been saying it for some years, but when he first came out, one of his first few statements was like, yo, they're trying to kill me. And that was like, ah, shit. They, and you just had to, you know, what, what, what choice does RZA have at that point? But so a lot of times with your groups, you know, it's always the member that's considered the heart and soul. Like uh, one of my favorite rock bands ever is Avenged Sevenfold. Right now, I'm, I'm getting white boy on you real quick. And their drummer, they, they call he's called the Rev, but his name is Jimmy, Jimmy Sullivan. Um, Jimmy was the heart and soul of that of that rock group. Jimmy played piano. He was a master drummer. Um, he wrote a lot of their songs like he was like the the, the conduit 
You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Shadows, was, you know, vocals was cool. You know, and you got Sin and, and, and Zacky guitars and shit like that. But uh, the Rev was clearly the heart and soul of that group. And then he died on a dr from a drug overdose. Now, don't get me wrong. He had drug issues. Brilliant musician. Like, his drum, his drum skills, he's still considered top 10. Top 10 drummers ever. The kid was like 25. He died at the age of 25. You understand? So, um, a lot of your groups, whoever's considered the heart and soul of the group, usually gets off off first for the most part you know what i'm saying um so yes yeah, and and then they brought in mike portnoy to f finish up uh, the nightmare album and then they brought in brooks waterman as like the replacement. Oh, no no there was a young kid oh okay, I'm, I'm getting off i'm getting off cat okay so with avenge sevenfold when jimmy died they brought in a young kid his name was uh Oh, what was his name? I, you know, let me let me let me look it up. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Hold up, let me look it up. Um, Vince. He was a young kid, and he was super good. He was super good. Aaron Alehe, okay. Aaron Alehe was their drummer from 2011 to 2015. Mike Portnoy after was brought in to help finish up the album. Uh, after Rev died in 2009, but uh, Aaron Alehe. Now, why am I talking about him? Because he was offered the position to be the, the permanent drummer. He left. He said he left because of things he saw. And they, they pressed him. They were like, well, what did you see? And he said, I can't speak on that. Okay. So after he left the group, now, mind you, this was Avenged Sevenfold, the, the hype, everyone's, you know, everyone was checking for them because they wanted to see what the sound was going to be like after, after Rev's death. Like, he was like their drummer, okay? He could match Jimmy, you know, hit for hit, okay? And, uh, he yeah, he left, and they said, well, whoa, whoa. and he said, if there's things I saw, I can't speak on, and he left. And you haven't heard shit from that kid ever since. I haven't heard anything from him. Now, he may be in a group, but it's not, it's nothing on a major scale, all right. So, um, yeah. So with old dirty, he was talking too much, you know what I'm saying? Put risen to bind. And unfortunately, you know, he was chosen to, 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 to get the ax. All right. Uh, okay. Now let me get into what I want to get into the first topic. That was the first topic. Okay. Let, let's get into this, uh, want to do reparations no okay real quick rant to the 27 the the george floyd okay um now i don't want anybody to expose themselves but in the lodge all to all the brothers in the lodge when hiram abiff was murdered when hiram abiff was murdered how many masters went to go track down the murderer of hiram abiff once again, to, to the brothers in the lodge, when Hiram Abiff was murdered, how many masters went out looking for his killers? I'll give it a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will give it a minute. Okay, so I, like I said, I don't want anybody to, to tell themselves. Okay, Nick knows, but I'll wait for see if anyone else will, will, will drop the number. Okay, so I'll go ahead and spoil it for you. Um, when Hiram Abiff was murdered, 27 masters went out to find Hiram's murderer. 27. Okay? Now, you're all like, but Sly, what does, what does this all mean? Okay, well, everything has meaning. Everything's connected. All right? So now, we had George Floyd's family get the 27 million, and I was like, oh, okay, the fix is in. Like, this is, it's so obvious at this point, right? And now... You can't find Steven Jackson's post about his daddy's, his daddy's, uh, <laughs> his daddy's, uh, <laughs> Mason Ware. Remember, remember Steven Jackson proudly displayed his daddy's, uh, robe and, 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 and his gear. And then somebody asked him, Hey, what does that mean? And Steven was like, well, I don't know. My daddy was one. Nigga, you know exactly what the fuck that meant. Now you can't find it. He deleted that post. He deleted that post. Okay? So, yeah, 27 obviously should stick out to everybody. Matter of fact, let's do this. My man. My man Rallo's in the house. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Freeman tried my two top songs. I'm telling you, man. You have to be a hardcore Wu-Tang fan to be like, oh, Raekwon and Ghostface. Yeah. You know? That's like, that's that's a setup for the, for the niggas. No diss, but let me do this real quick. Let us give us some some history into the number 27 and why 27 is so important to certain people. Okay. Ain't gonna take long. 27. Now there's different um, uses for 27. You have, of course, symbolism. You have biblical. You have just in general purposes. Okay. Now. Let's get into it. 27. If you are a follower of uh, Abileo, uh, in Abileo, 27 is the number for the Holy Spirit. Okay. Uh, Johann Bain, or Bohm, he calls that number the death. Okay. According to Alfred Wason, 27 is a lunar symbol indicating the light in darkness. It is the symbol of the divine light. Okay. Now we get into the Bible. 27 is the number of generations from David to the Christ, according to the Gospel of Matthew. The New Testament of the Bible of Jerusalem contains 27 books. The 27th book of the Protestant Bible contains 3 times 3 times 3 times 30 verses. The third book contains 3 times 3 times 3 chapters. The, first, uh, the three first books of the Bible have 3 times 3 times 13 chapters. Okay. Now, we get into general practices for 27. And those who lay in France... Jesus dictated 27 Latin sentences to Madeleine 
Madeleine didn't know Latin at the time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let me see what else. And as I as I reiterated, twenty-seven masters pursued the murderers of Hiram. Uh, oh, the Great Pyramid, the length of the cubit, or the mere in inches, is twenty-seven inches and a half. At the age of 27, Jesus preluded to his evangel evangel evangelical studies according to the visions of Mary Agrita. Now, the last book of the New Testament, the 27th, is the revelation John and his feast is celebrated on December 27th. If you're an Indian and you follow the god Soma, Soma was accompanied by 27 women. She just, it's, it's, at this point, is laughable. The number 27 is used six times in the Bible. The number 500 is used 27 times in the Bible. Among the 365 different numbers found in the Bible, 27 of them are prime numbers. And that's and then we had the, the the most famous twenty seven the twenty seven club of course, but these are different currencies, um, doctrines that you know pretty much hold twenty seven. Twenty seven is a very special number, so um, it is not by coincidence that the jury awarded George Floyd's family twenty seven million dollars. The fix had been in. Okay, now you see the ritual be completed. Okay, all right, so. Hopefully you learned something from that, from that out of there. Uh, let me see. Now, let me get into the the uh, the Mormon part of it. Okay, so the Mormons have a belief that blacks were not fit to um, become clergymen. Okay, that was like the, the crux of the issue. On top of them, they believe blacks are cursed, but they, they, they believe that uh, blacks were not um, good enough to become clergymen, okay? Um, and, and then if you sit back long enough and you watch enough social media, TV, you listen to the radio, you would almost believe the Mormons are correct, okay? Now, I'm not saying they are. You know, I'm saying is if you watch enough of narrative, you would almost believe that, you know what, I think the Mormons had it right, whether you agree or dis disagree, okay? My man Johnny, the planet is made of 72% salt water and 1% fresh water and leaving 27% of the world as land. See, it's all around us. It is all around us. Um, <laughs> even the coordinates that the tunnel Diana died in. Yes, good, good one, Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Some teachings are that the Grandmaster Hiram Biff died of old age and not the hand of Maul of three Solomon's ruffians. Yeah, I've heard that one too. Um, let me see what else. Who, now this is a, a very real question. T Talks, who are the taxpayers paying this 27 million to? <laughs> well, Benjamin Crump gets what, 30%? That's a good payday for Benjamin Crump. And then apparently it goes to the rest of the fan, his, his siblings and his children. I don't even know because remember when he first died, 
there was all these multiple GoFundMes for the children. The sister had one. The bro- a brother had one. It was a, a fucking mess. And they were fighting and arguing on public and in the media like, yo, this is not the official GoFundMe. This is the official GoFundMe. And then Steven Jackson had set up a, a GoFundMe for the kids. So it was just a cluster fuck of, of mess when he, you know, as far as who, who should get money off this man's death, you know. Okay. Mormons just started letting us in. Yeah. They just now deem blacks worthy enough to be clergy. Okay. But you got to understand um, with the Mormon thing. Now you had the two guys that founded the place. It was John Smith and the other guy. Nick knows the other guy. So was, you had two white dudes. Two white dudes. Okay. And the, the legend goes they studied under some brothers right and then they went west and started preaching their their um, revised doctrine and then those at BYU Brigham Young okay yeah it was John Smith and Brigham Young I'm sorry yeah John Smith Brigham Young they had went on some journeys studied abroad studied under some um, under some Moorish masters came back started kind of preaching what they learned so what the brothers in the lodge had said, they said, look, you can't be saying all that shit. All right. Matter of fact, there is a pyramid on the campus of Brigham Young. Right. So the, that pyramid, um, it, you know, pyramids basically is the, is, is when you go to, to study, uh, you know, to, to get your, 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 your schooling. Right. So the, the agreement was, from what I understand, was the brothers in the lodge said, look, you can only teach that to certain Mormons who attain certain degrees. Once they get up and once they get high enough up, up the scale, then they can be brought into the real knowledge. OK, so when them kids you see on the bikes and shit with the ties and the backpacks, they don't know nothing. OK, they don't know nothing. They're not privy to what Brigham Young and John Smith actually knew. So it's not until years later when they grow in the faith and, and move up the ranks, then they're brought in to the pyramid to actually study and learn what those two had learned from the brothers. You understand? So when they say blacks are cursed, to a certain extent you are once you become aware of self, once you attain knowledge of self. Come on, let, let's be honest. What religion doesn't kind of demonize you if you're not if you don't have knowledge itself there's not a one religion or doctrine that doesn't look favor favorably upon you if you don't have knowledge itself right once you have knowledge itself then that's when people take you serious right what great and she brings me the damn book of mormon <laughs> this woman here yeah we'll go through this another time Say what? Huh? All right. Yeah, not tonight. Um, so, yeah. If you, have, if you do not have knowledge of self, whatever doctrine you're in, they're going to look at you like you don't know any better, like you're a child, okay? 
So I think people kind of take the blacks being cursed a little bit too personal, but I'm gonna get into that article why they why they actually deem that so. Um, so when you see videos of people arguing down them young kids, you're picking on children. You understand? You're picking on children. The ma- the master Mormons, they already know what time it is. They've been brought up through the degrees. They know what the pyramid on the campus means. So that was the agreement. The pyramid was, is the agreement between Brigham Young and John Smith to say, okay, look, we won't teach them outright, but when they're ready, they'll be brought into the pyramid to, to study and, and really learn the, 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 the true knowledge, okay? You don't see old Mormons running around here trying to debate you about God and Jesus and man and all that. They don't do that shit. It's them young ones they send out to kind of pr- to test them and to kind of get you riled up because you're like, oh, you don't know the Bible, young man. You're just a little kid. You got these old black men on YouTube going scripture for scripture with some young, some young white kids. That's lame shit, man. That's lame shit, okay? <laughs> he said, don't forget your enchanted fancy sleeping pajama pants. See? Yeah. I used to question the hell out of them. They never had any straight answers. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Y'all can't. Leave them little kids alone. They they don't know any better. You know, this is you're arguing. You're arguing with profanes. You're arguing with profanes. Why? Why? Um, certain sex do. You know that's why I I never broke my neck to speak ill on Mormons like that. You know, it's only in like in the public sectors when they be like, oh, the Mormons said this about black people and black people like, oh, Mormons, Man, Mormons ain't thinking about y'all. At least them, them big dogs ain't worried about y'all like that. You know what I'm saying? So T-Talk says, I used to have meetings with those kids on the bikes at my house. You're right. They don't know it. They don't. And that's part of their initiation. That's part of their initiation as well, too. You got to send these kids out to the wolves, right? And if they stick around long enough and, you know, they go out into the world, they get beat up. and sh- Okay, it's the whole Jesus thing all over again, y'all. Just walk with me. So you, they go out to the world and, 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 and preach the gospel and they get spit upon, they get sh- shunned, right? It's just, a, it's just a Jesus ritual for them. They get rejected by their own. Then they come back and, you know, they welcome into, you know, and then they, it's, come on, it's just, that's more for them than for y'all. So you don't get any points for arguing down a fucking kid on a bike with a backpack because he has limited knowledge. He's not even initiated yet. You understand? You're not, like I said, you're not going to see white, old white Mormons debating y'all about nonsense. They just, no. Okay. Uh, let me see. Wait, wait, wait. James says, uh, what does James say? The, the, I mean, I mean, hey, listen, you believe what you believe. And I'm not here to um, impart any religious slant on anybody. I try to be as open as possible. Um, because I remember a time that I was just as, you know, narrow minded as, as a lot of people, you know, um, James said, uh, Wu-Tang versus no limit. Now that I would show up for that. I, I would show up for like a Wu-Tang versus no limit or no limit versus cash money. I would be there for that shit. I'd rather see no limit versus cash money. Honestly. That, that to me makes more sense. You know. Wait. 
<laughs> a hand with black nails just throw slots coke. Anybody that knows me, I like I like my women with black fingernails. I like black fingernails, black toenails. I'm weird like that. I like black shit. Uh, COVID was like, <laughs> I'm like, the hell you doing? It? Yeah, right? They send these kids into the worst conditions. It is the Jesus ritual, period. You can't, it, it, it's so obvious. It is so obvious. You know what I'm saying? What's the over? Yo, SM7B crew, gang, gang. <laughs> the Mormons know how to produce some damn good quarterbacks. I, I'm, yeah, if you ever go to the BYU campus, you see that pyramid, and then you know that that was the agreement. That was that's what that that's what the agreement means. You know what I'm saying? See, so yeah, I, I I'd rather see No Limit versus Cash Money. Like that would make I would I listen if they charge for that, I pay. You know what I'm saying? Like if they, they they put that behind a paywall, I would pay money to watch that 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 versus that Mormon glow hits different. I'm telling you, it does. So let me get into um what I had found as to why they initially believed that blacks were not um fit for clergy. So let me give let me hit y'all with the screen share real quick, and we'll just do this thing together. Here we go. Okay, so I didn't have much time to really prep like I wanted to. So this is from the Mark of the Curse, Lingering Racism in the Mormon Doctrine. Okay, so this is a conversation between a master Mormon and a young student. So here we go. Um, she asks him, daughter had her, okay, okay, okay. She here. Oh, shit. It's not gonna let me highlight it. Oh, that sucks. Oh, it's PDF. It's not gonna let me highlight. I'm sorry, y'all. But it says, um, why was the priesthood ever withheld from anyone because of race? She wondered out loud. How could the true church practice such blatant racial prejudice? The teacher, however, was prepared. He explained how the priesthood had often been restricted to certain groups of people, including at various times only the prophets. Hebrews, Jews, or Levites, during the dark ages of the apostasy, it had been removed altogether from the earth. Of course, it had never been available to the unworthy or to women. Okay. And she responds that back when the Israelites were the exclusive chosen people, but wasn't the gospel of Jesus Christ supposed to go out to all nations and especially when it was restored? Why should we single out blacks to discriminate against? The master responds, there are good reasons for that. Perhaps he thought of it as a teaching moment. He says he reminded them of the war in heaven and the preexistence, how we all chose up sides and how some spirits, even though they had voted for Christ's plan against Lucifer, were less valiant in the cosmic struggle than others. Our circumstances and conditions of mortality, he continued, are dependent on our actions and our stage of progression in the preexistence. He said, therefore, we know that the, those of us in the Lord's church today, whether by birth or by being in a position to hear and willing to accept the missionaries, were those who were valiant and had reached a higher state of progression in the preexistence. 
those who were least valiant in the pre-existence and presumably were at the bottom of the class. Eternal progression-wise were not ready to receive the priesthood. And thus the Lord in his mercy had, next page, decreed they must wait until he declared that they were ready, which he did in 1978. So in 1978, they received a decree that blacks were ready to receive the priesthood. Now, there goes your racism. There goes your racism. I have not heard any person ever mention that part. 1978. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, that is that for the Mormon part. Now we're going to get into this silly notion. <sighs> Black people, this reparations thing, listen. <laughs> um, at this point, the reparations talk is a is a cheap easy way to draw energy from black people nothing it's not too many things that get black people just instantly riled up but reparations instant trigger instantly triggered okay so now the word on the street is um chicago the city of evanston wants to give black people reparations okay now see I don't even have to look that shit up, even though I did. I'm going to walk the number. I'm going to walk the numbers down with y'all. Um, you know, if it sounds too good to be true. Okay. And then I want to speak briefly on it as far as the generational wealth. Um, name me any established wealthy monarch oligarch that was not um, established um, without bloodshed. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I mean the old, 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 old monies. Okay. Name me a time when a, a family that came into wealth and prominence didn't take it or come in it into it without bloodshed. I'm setting up a, I'm setting up a narrative. So when we talk generational wealth, you know, I'm talking, okay, let's do the, the 13 families. Name me one family out of the 13 that we know of that did not come through bloodshed. Okay, there we go. There we go. There is no monarchy without bloodshed, period, period. So I keep hearing this talk about generational. It's not going to happen for black people. I'm sorry. These families waged wars. Do you understand? These are wars amongst nations, families, bloodline versus bloodline, spirit versus spirit, to, to set these things in motion. So... <laughs> Wait, my nigga said six third. 
you you have to be from Chicago to understand the sixty third thing. <laughs> Shout out to King Von, rest in peace. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I got him. my uncle lives on um he lives on sixty third in Laughlin. So I I, re I know the sixty third thing is a very real thing. Sixty third is a very real thing. That's a, that's a Chicago thing. So that's that's what that that's what that is. Wait, all right. So the course of history, all nations, kingdoms that flourished, pretty much came flourish. You had to take it in blood. Period. So wait, we fine. We brown in, and I'm just saying let's respectfully kind of put this thing to bed as far as generational wealth. Okay. Your, your family leaving you a house or a car and some land. That's good. That's good. Okay. But are you leaving a, I don't know, a building with your name on it to your, I, you know what I'm saying? Like there's levels to wealth, right? We should all be at the point where we should leave our kids at least a house or some land. At the very least, you understand? Like at the very least, when you kick the bucket, your kid should get a house and some land, hopefully a business. If you're not at that level, what are we talking about? Well, when you say we, I mean, as a collective, yes, we are broke as fuck. <laughs> The best thing we could do is knock up a fan. See, okay, okay, yes, yes. If you were, if you were real adamant about moving up in your social status in class, yes, you would try to marry in. You would send your daughters to go marry, hopefully, a military man while he's young in his career, and hopefully, he moves up the ranks to the point where he can become a general in some family's army, right? And you can marry a cousin or some shit like you know, you know what I'm saying? So, um. But Laney's right. Generational wealth conversation doing more harm than good. Right. I don't even think people understand what real generational it wealth is. Wait, wait. T talks. What? I'm not from 61st, 63rd. Let me walk to the street. Hey, listen. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Like, yes. Every time I go see my uncle, I took a pistol with me. Like, and I and he and I was good. But just in case, like, if you go to the gas station. On one of them other streets and shit, and they like, yo, where you from? You know, and he's like, ah, man, listen, shit can go left just like that. <laughs> See, there we go. My kid get two houses in the business that they don't want, seventeen acres. See what I'm saying? That's that's where we should be at at the very least. Okay. See, there we go. Send your daughters to go get a Leibowitz. So here's here's what I suppose. Here's my here's my prop my, my proposal. Men and women, if you have sons and daughters, because the money's not coming. Okay, the money's owed. Nick, this is what this is why the shit with Jay Electronica pisses me off so much. You know what I'm saying? So the Jay Electronica thing, for those that remember. Wait, damn, you was getting pistol. No, I had my pistol with me. But uh no, ain't nobody ever put hands on me. I'm just saying, like, you just you just don't like this it, you know, it don't take much for you to end up on the wrong corner, wrong block, if you don't know your way around there like that. Especially around Laughlin and um, you know, then St Stony Island. I mean, it's just 
that you had to consult with Minister Jap about that. Minister Jap can give you a, a spot on map of where to go and what not to go. Um, hey, no, you're right. You're right. But T-Talks, here's my question to you. Somebody owes you money and they don't give it back to you. Or you, you, out, you, you out in the club and you see them spending money, right? And they owe you a couple grand. The, uh, the only option for you to take that back is, is how? I'm just saying, you, you know the answer to the question. But um, the J Electronica thing, perfect example of what I'm talking about. This nigga basically was screwing a Rothschild woman, the wife of a, of a Rothschild, and um, caused a lot of friction. Um, this is one of Jay, Jay's little friends, whatever the case may be. See, that's one of those things that, what, hmm. let me just say this. The money's not coming. What you should do is groom your sons and daughters to marry into these families. That is your only recourse of action. Because you're not going to, you're not going to take it from them. Do what they did to us. Okay. How the Moors got kicked out of Spain, 14, 1492. But by then they had already integrated into, into the Moors, uh, sex, Right. Because they, they use white women as currency. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Y'all don't want to hear this. Y'all don't have this conversation. Okay, so remember, in Spain, 1200s, 1300s, 1400s, they were using white women as currency. Do you understand? They used white women as currency. Just like Africans use cows and chickens as a dowry. For a, for a wife, these motherfuckers was using white women as currency. Okay, and they're like, "Well, hey, wait, okay, well, if, if they're this pussy hungry, we might as well use this opportunity to 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 mingle and get in good, and then usurp these bloodlines and these and these nations." You understand? Okay, so my. Well, the only recourse you have is to marry into these people, these people's families. The, the money's not coming. They're not going to give it to you. Period. Okay? So if, you're, you, if you live poor, all the movies, we all see when the, the family's poor. And they have the one daughter that's pretty, but she's poor. And f- luck of the draw, she meets the son of a rich man. And they fall in love, right? And the family of the, the rich family's like, no, she's a commoner. We don't take commoners in our family, right? And the son's like, but, but dad, I love her. Hello, coming to America. Coming to America. Hello. Once Cleo McDowell realized how small his wealth was compared to Hakeem, he was like, wait a minute, you better get this fucking money. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Cleo understood. Wait a minute. This man has an entire nation. He has an entire nation. You'd be a fool not to tell your daughter to marry this man. Aladdin, thank you. Aladdin's a good example. Well, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna get into the, the rep the reptile thing. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying, if you want to have a shot 
at your future offspring to have a a, a, a a fairly a very decent very good life i would start prepping your kids to marry up marry up or marry into a one of these one of these clans other than that for the most part you're looking at a regular meager life of working nine to five paying bills blah 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 okay i'm just saying when cleo saw the money hakeem's face on the fucking dollar bill he said baby girl he has his own money he's a he's a prince it didn't take much to figure it out okay <laughs> so that's what i propose i propose we start preparing our children grooming our children teaching them etiquette classes teaching them world history putting them into positions to meet the offspring of these families that we love to hate 24 7. these same 13 it's more than 13 but these same 13 families we talk shit about 24 7 on youtube that they're evil and they run the world and that's cool start prepping your kids to marry one of these motherfuckers i'm sorry that it is what it is it is what it is okay that's what i propose so i'm so i'm sure someone's like but sly what about your daughter listen i don't know already told y'all i told i told y'all listen i i will have to talk with me like look you know times are changing and i, I need for you to I, I want you to have a better life than what i can provide you if a little 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 Jacob is gonna do get that get that for you, go on bring little go on, you know, I understand. I ain't gonna like this I understand though. Okay. I ain't gonna be mad at motherfucking little little Leibowitz. Okay? <laughs> little little Leibowitz and big Leibowitz. Okay? <laughs> you'd be a this is my opinion, but you'd be a fool to not prepare your children to at least be in a position to meet the, the offspring of these people. You'd be a damn fool. If you can afford to send your child to school overseas, do it. Are you kidding me? If your kid's smart enough to go to Oxford, send them there. Harvard's cool. Dartmouth's cool. UCLA's cool. But if your kid's smart enough to get into fucking Oxford and you gotta get on the stripper pole and sell your pussy to, to make sure your daughter gets to Oxford, you fucking do it. You better fucking do it. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't ready. To, y'all not ready to have these conversations with me. <laughs> y'all not ready to have these conversations with me. <laughs> I lucked out. My daughter's mother is in the order of the white light. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um, they did that in the movie Get Out. The white parents made their black daughter go for black. Yeah, but those were for victims to for them to possess the bodies to live long. I mean, th that wasn't for money. That was for life ex expansion, extension, right? Get Out was about extending the life of these old white people. It wasn't about money. I'm saying for you to have a chance, because listen, we all of us watching right now for the most part we're halfway through our life cycle we're halfway we're already halfway dead okay that's just the reality of it so 
what you need to do from from here on out is to prep your kids and put them into positions to meet people future people of power okay like i tell my daughter as far as the college thing i would tell my daughter okay you go to school for two years and in those two years you find out who's who find out who whose kids what their parents do and you become their best fucking friends okay it's all about creating an opportunity for them to be in the position to meet these people. All right. That's all you can ask for. So you would have to take, take their last name. If you're, if you married their daughter, I don't know. How, listen, listen, you want this money or you, you want to go home? You understand? You want this money or you want to go home? You want this money or you want to go home? What are we talking about? You want this money or you want to go home? Okay, then. I'm just saying. But, Ann, you're a nurse, so you, are, you see life and death every day. Necessary nurse. Y'all see life and death every day. Okay, let me ask y'all. The nurses, Necessary and Ann, how many people did y'all see die today? Just hear me out. I'm going to get to the reparations thing. But, Necessary and Ann, how many people have y'all seen and watched die today during a normal work shift? How many people have y'all have y'all watched take their last fucking breath today, yesterday, two days ago, during the week? I'm not even talking COVID death, but I'm just saying how many babies have y'all watched die? How many perfectly fit men in the prime of their lives just drop fucking dead? How many motherfuckers go cold blue you can't bring back? Right? How many people y'all watch? None today. Wait. One guy was almost there. Okay, so today was a good day. Nobody nobody died today. Where you at? Necessary. How many people you, you, you have you seen die today? How many people have you seen die today? Wait, wait. Yes, but I, I've never, I've never seen a COVID death. I, yes, yeah. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even gonna bring that up. I'm not even gonna mention a COVID death. But um, see, Laney, here we go. Kate's middle class parents sent her to Oxford and encouraged her to wait seven years for Prince William going for Queen status. Well, it also helped that they're cousins. But you're, you're on. You're right. You're, you're on it. You're on the right path. You're on the right path. You know what I'm saying, Kayana, I have. I have uh, passed, seen, died, but not today. I'm a nurse. Okay. So all my nurses, ladies, we had a good day today. Nobody died. Okay, that's good. But y'all see this shit every day, though. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Y'all see motherfuckers cold blue. Cold blue. Cold blue. Right? Motherfuckers come in, shot, stabbed the fuck up, poisoned, burned and shit. You know, y'all see this shit every fucking day. So y'all of, of anybody should understand what I'm saying at this point. So shout out to all my nurses had to have a good day today. Because <laughs> y'all frontline for real, for real. Um, <laughs> doctors don't always know what they're doing. Yeah, that's a dirty, dirty little secret. Because it, it really it, it's really y'all, y'all, the, the nurses that kind of say that their asses from Preventing the motherfucker from stroking out. I I I hear you. 
You want this money? You want to go home? I am telling you. I'm telling you. All right. So you work the ER. See? 12. You done saw, you done seen 12 spirits go to the ethers. Um, no. I had a friend who was not related to none of those people. They went to Oxford. It can be done. It can be done. Remember, Harvard used to be, you know, uber, uber exclusive. Now, all you see a bunch of black kids going to Harvard. That ain't shit. My brother went to Harvard. That ain't, it's nothing now. You understand? So, like, Harvard, Dartmouth, Princeton, William and Mary, 20 years ago, it was unheard of black kids going to these schools. Now, black kids go to these schools on a regular. Now, it's like a no big deal. When you see a black kid at William and Mary, one of two things. They either have the money, connections, or they some somebody is related to somebody, but they're there. You understand? So you saw twelve and twelve hours. God damn. Okay, I, I have a I have a fucked up question to ask the nurses. Ladies, do y'all have y'all have a, like a body count? Like from like the time you ever started working, how many dead bodies y- y- y'all have seen or no? Is that a real thing? I've heard stories that women or the nurses have like a body yearly body counts. No? Yes? I mean, don't, I'm not asking you to tell on yourselves what I'm saying. As a nurse, do you be like, okay, I've seen this many people die in a month or this many people die in six months or this many people die in a year. Does anyone have those type of stats? Do you guys keep stats like that for your personal reference? No? I'm just saying, I'm outside looking in. It, okay, so here we go. I have seen too many I don't count. Damn, okay. That's what's up. That is what's up. Nurses usually ask more me more questions and know the details of various situations. I mean, yeah, because they're the first and last people you pretty much see. You know, the doctor is just there to plug the hole. It's the nurses that are going to make sure that you, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So not me. So you guys aren't death nurses and shit. Ayana says, I, I saw someone drown at the beach. That ocean ain't no joke. I hear you. I hear you. Yes, baby. 12 deaths in 12 hours. I, I understand. Your hospital is cursed. <laughs> you work at a, at a haunted hospital. <laughs> Wait, am I breathing hard for real? Stop playing. Am I re- I'm not breathing hard. It's just the mic is so excellent. It picks up everything in my woods. Ooh. I'm not trying to breathe hard. I'm sorry. This mic really picks up. I mean, like, here. Like, everything here picks that shit up. But away? It's in my face. Uh, Nick says, I'm waiting on someone to say they went to the real Rutgers in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, she was telling me about the the, uh, the schools in Scotland. Okay. You did hospice for, tw- oh shit. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Hospice, you guys got it rough. Because everyone there is pretty much sent to die. You guys got it rough. Rough, rough. 
Rough, rough. Okay, let's get into this nonsensical Chicago reparations thing because people were hitting me up. Yo, Chicago's got to be giving reparations. I'm like, no, they're not. Let's let's not let's walk this thing through. This Chicago, this is for you guys. Cook County, this is for y'all. New Wakanda, hey, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. She says, I'm a supervisor, so I don't count. Y'all hospital's haunted. 12 and 12 hours? My God. All right. So let's... <laughs> Just finish well before names are going to start reading, going off the comments. Um, uh, I, I, yeah, I think so, too. All right. Um... Wait a minute. Okay. Chicago, Cook County. Everybody that's in the chat, Cook County, this is for y'all. Y'all know more than the, the what's being reported. Evanston. Evanston, Illinois. I had an older sister go to Northwestern and a younger brother go to Northwestern. Okay. So off the top, the title alone was like, okay, when I, once I found out what city they were talking about, I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. This is reparation shit. It's, it's Evanston, Illinois, y'all. It's bullshit. Okay. It's one of the most liberal cities in Illinois. Okay. One of the most liberal cities in Illinois. One of the most liberal universities in the country. Northwestern University. All right. So let's go through these numbers as to, we'll first go through the article and then we'll go through the numbers why this Chicago reparations is bullshit. It's a fucking joke. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now, in 2019, they voted to approve, oh shit, wait a minute. Hold on, let me hit you with the screen share. Is that the one I want? That's the one I want. Okay, here we go. Now, now it, technically, Evanston's not Chicago. It's not. It's in Cook County. Cook County is a huge, is a big ass county. It's like LA County. Okay, so Evanston is on the far north side, far north. Okay, um, so in 2019, they voted to approve a groundbreaking measure in 2019 to uh, to financially compensate its black residents to address the wealth and opportunity gaps they have experienced because of historical racism and discrimination. Okay. The plan is to use. Oh shit. Stop. Donations and revenue from a 3% tax collected from uh, cannabis sales. Okay. And pledge to distribute $10 million over 10 years, $10 million over 10 years. Okay. Evanston officials have been putting together a plan to disperse the money, eventually deciding that the first 400000 will be dedicated to addressing housing needs. Now, first things first, are we not in a housing crisis? Okay, uh, I'm asking you guys, are we currently not in a housing crisis? Okay, that's the first things first. Hold on, let me get back to it. All right. So now the city council will take a vote on March 22nd 
as to who gets this first set of monies. All right. Now, here's what they're offering. This is the plan. This is their plan to help you acquire generational wealth. Under the program's first phase, qualifying residents, you have to qualify for this, people, would get $25,000 to use towards home ownership, home improvement, and mortgage assistance. Okay? Home ownership, home improvement, and mortgage assistance, but you have to qualify. To qualify, residents must either have lived in or been a direct descendant of a black person who lived in Evanston between 1919 to 1969, who suffered discrimination in housing because of city ordinances, policies, or practices. But wait a minute. Evanston didn't pass a fair housing ordinance uh, in, until 1969. Okay. We all know what red zoning and redlining is, okay? And then, of course, in addition, many uh, banks in Everson refused to lend uh, money to black people to buy homes on blocks that were, not, that, were, that were not viewed as acceptable for them, okay? White homeowners also recorded racially restrictive covenants that provided th that their homes shall not be conveyed, leased to, or occupied by anyone not a Caucasian, okay? Now, that sounds all nice. Okay. Is this working for y'all so far? Okay. Now let's get to the numbers. Because for, the, for, uh, for us that know Chicago's tax rate, mainly Cook County. Let me get into that real quick. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Okay. Now, we're in a hot, we're in a, a slight housing crisis, housing issues, and mortgage moratoriums. Okay, now let's be honest. If you're talking reparations, the average black person doesn't want money to buy a house. Can we at least agree that the average black person does not want money to buy a house? The average black person that wants reparations wants cash in hand. Do we agree? Do we agree? Okay. Yes. And how would you have to go by approving that you were a victim of redlining, red zoning, of discrimination? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Now, let's get to the next part of this of this breakdown. All right. Cash for Jordans. <laughs> All right. Let me get to this this next part. Okay, and here we go. Evanston could be the first city to use marijuana tax to fund reparations for black residents. Okay, okay, and wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to it, I'm gonna get to it, hold up. Now listen to this nonsense. Unlike other housing programs, this is set aside for the black community as a remedy, Simmons said, adding that the $25,000 will help build wealth and will not restrict any resident who receives direct benefits from any other city, state, or federal assistance program. But then she says, 
10 million is not enough to make up for the damages caused to black residents, but the fund is growing is growing thanks to the state's new cannabis industry, as well as commitments from residents and community groups. Now, here's a little thing with the with the, the cannabis in Chicago. Now, I know this firsthand because my sister was there. OK, so my sister works for um, she does re- she does government um, residential com- commercial property purchases. OK. My sister was one of only two black women that were at the lottery to put in your bid for cannabis um, sales. They broke it. The, they broke it up into different s- sections. Okay, Chicago people know what I'm talking about. And two black women, the rest were white men. The rest were white men, and there was this big hoopla about black men being shut out and not of the lottery, not being told to apply in enough time, blah, 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 blah. Okay. It's a huge fucking mess. All right. Now, so let's play the numbers game. Evanston. Where is it? Wait a minute. Wait, wait. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get the numbers. Hold up. Oh man, where are the numbers at? Oh, I just had it. I just had it. Okay. Evanston population 74,000. Okay. Evanston population, the city itself, 74,000. The black residents that live in Evanston. Out of 74,000 is 12,580. So out of 74,000 residents, only 12,580 can afford to live in Evanston. And I say afford to live because I'm going to give you the tax rates, the property rates, and you're going to see why um, this, this bill is a joke. You can't afford to live in Evanston if you know what I'm saying, it's like it's not a cheap city. Okay, so let me let's let's do this, shall we? The sales tax for for Cook County. Okay, Illinois, Cook County. I'm, I'm taking the entire state and I'm bringing it down to Evanston. Okay, so this is what you're looking at. Um, I'm highlighting it here. Okay, so our, well, the state of Illinois, the state sales tax is 6.25%. That's for the entire state of Illinois. It's one of the highest tax rates in the country. Okay, 6.25%. On top of that, Cook County, which Everston is inside of, their sales tax is 1.75%. Evanston, the city of Evanston, has a 1.25% tax. And then there's a special tax of 1%. Gives you a total combined 10.25%. How much money do you have to make to live in a city, basically, where you're basically paying close to 10 point 10.25 percent okay now 
Let me stop that part. Let's get to the ta- let's get to the property taxes because that's what that's what we're all see. Ann says that's not much. Okay, all right, here we go. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain to you why that that's a lot. The property tax rate here uh, in Evanston. Evanston, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. The property tax rate in Cook County, Cook County is $4,984. $4,984. Now, here's what I'm asking. Honestly, I want you guys to really tell me how many of y'all could afford to live in Evanston, Illinois? Buy a house and live there. There I go. My bad, my bad, my bad. Okay. As a matter of fact, let's 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 go through it again one more time. Okay. Okay, once again, Cook County, your property your property tax, that's the median is four thousand nine hundred and eighty four dollars. The median home value, the median is three hundred and eighty thousand dollars. That's the median home value in Evanston. The median annual property tax rate, median people, $7,433. How many of y'all could afford to live in Evanston, Illinois right now? Seriously. How many of y'all could afford to live in Evanston, Illinois right now? So once again, what is a measly 25 grand going to do for anybody if you can't afford to live there to begin with? Okay, this is why this reparation thing is bullshit. This is why it's a joke. This is why I don't, this is why I don't entertain conversations like this as I sip on my drink. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, this bootleg, <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, yo, Shin Godzilla, man, that, that, that movie is pretty deep. Yo, Shin Godzilla, very, very deep movie. Because, you know, at the end, when they, when they hit him with the, uh, with the, with the chemical, he's about to, he was about to transform into, into like human-like creatures. At the, at the very end of the movie, it shows his tail. Its tail was breaking off into humans. So he was evolving. He's going to be. He's going to become a human, a bunch of humans. But uh, that's another day, another discussion for another day. So, honestly, how many of you guys could afford to live in Evanston, Illinois, right now? Okay, this is why this is bullshit.
Okay? This is why this reparations talk is bullshit. All right? I'm not here to be um, a dream killer, but the idea of... Just, just gotta let it go. Just gotta let it go. So I hope that gives clarity to the Chicago reparations. So if you have people that come at you, be like, yo, Chicago's about to kick it off. Don't argue with them. Don't, just don't. Just let them have their, their, their hollow little win because they think this is a win. See, Nick, they, Nick said, we know Nick is he could afford to or will want to. Exactly, yeah. Yo, Shin is so OP, dog. Listen, Shin is so OP. <laughs> Shin is OP. Nah, so um, the 25 grand would, wouldn't do nothing to, for anybody, you know. Like I said, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, hey, here's what the plan is. You put extra alcohol in here, didn't you? Get me loose, really? No, you're trying to sucker me into something that I don't want to do. Anywho. Um. Yeah, it's just a joke, everybody. So don't feed into it. Like I said, if people want to argue with you about, hey, it's it's happening for us. It's a win. Biden did it. Biden's doing it for us. Just stop. Um, yeah, I got word that Kendrick's in the studio. Expect an album either fourth quarter of this year or first quarter 2022. So he's in the studio now. I mean, you know, I personally, am I looking forward to another Kendrick Lamar album? Nah, not really. I'm not the biggest Kendrick Lamar fan. Like, um, I have my reasons, but, you know, because to me, it's just too much Andre 3000. What am I sipping on? Hey, what, hey, what, what is all in it? What's all in it in here? What'd you put? Oh, it's, it's, so it's Patron, pineapple juice, and aloe vera right yeah if yeah um yeah hey, wait hey remember when martin had a drink and he was like All right, so I'm gonna wrap this up, but I'm coming back in half an hour because I'm talk. I'm gonna, I gotta, I'm gonna interview my buddy Liza Biddy. She's currently in Dubai, and uh, we're gonna talk passport uh, thingamajiggers. So I'm coming back in half an hour, or actually 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 25 minutes. I'm gonna interview Liza Biddy, and we're gonna talk the the dark side of the passport thing, and uh, she's gonna tell me. What she's seen and what she's currently seen is not about me bashing people that travel. No, but she's going to give me the dirty details about the, the traveling, the, those that like to travel for sex. So. Uh, 
<laughs> so let me she got a COVID passport um no she just travels she hasn't been no one's told her she had to get anything at this point you know what I'm saying so she she lives in Dubai so that's that's her stomping ground she's been she just got back from Africa all over Africa that's what she does she's a traveling this woman travels this woman travels I mean so uh, I got the GHB margarita <laughs> so yeah I'll be back I mean the timers already set so if you follow any of my channels you should already see the notif or the, the heads up notification so yeah, in about t t 25 minutes. Um, no, T-Talk, she meant COVID passport. She, she meant COVID passport. So let me get up out of here and um, get reset. And just, you know, if you guys are still up, come back in 25 minutes. And uh, we're going to talk sex tourism, basically, for black people. Uh, with that being said, um, let me read the, the last little bit of the... The network spiel, you know. Uh, once again, you are watching uh, the Morning Star Show. Uh, shout out to our producer Cindy Ashby, and you can always find us on uh, www.onthewakeradio.com, twenty four seven, three sixty five. Uh, all the replays can be found on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, and Apple Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Play for the replays. All right. So with that being said, I'm gonna get set up for the next show. Um, I thank you guys for hanging out and uh, hopefully you guys learned something. So do not argue with people about the Chicago reparations. Just don't waste the energy. I broke it down for y'all. Um, people are too lazy, too stupid to read and, and look up numbers. That's on them. Do not argue with them. It's not worth it. All right, you guys have a good night. Peace.